I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land in which this podcast is being recorded, the Gonokurnai Nation. I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, especially those listening here today. Welcome to Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, a lifestyle podcast that focuses on the outside of our zones as well as the inside of our homes. I'm your host, Alyssa Sutherland, interior designer and entrepreneur. Come with me as I take you on a journey to build the life of your dreams. Welcome back to a new episode of Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone, the podcast where we are going to talk all things social media today. One of my most favorite topics and just like the first thought that has come to my mind is back when I was in high school, so I graduated in 2017, just to give you some context. So six years ago, when I was in high school, my mum used to always say, if Instagram was a subject, Alyssa would be an A plus student. Or if Instagram could be a job, Alyssa would just be amazing at it. Mum used to say that all the time. And I guess it was just because I was addicted to Instagram. It's crazy how six years later, Instagram is a job. And like six years ago, it was a job for a lot of people, let's be real. But how prominent Instagram is for people, for marketing, for every single person's business. Instagram is so pivotal and it is crazy how it is a big part of my job and that I get paid to create Instagram content for businesses and for myself. Like it's actually freaking crazy. No, I'm not an influencer yet, (laughs) but it is definitely something that is really big and it's really coming in hot and it's not going to be around forever let's like get that out of the way like if you are planning on becoming an influencer and thinking it's going to be the way to your future like it's the same as anything in life like you can't be in that one place forever because the world is going to continue to evolve and yeah you can make a big quick buck on it and then maybe retire at a young age but what are you going to do for the rest of your life? So I think it's one of those things that you want to definitely utilize why it's here, but at the same time, know that there's so many other things that we need to be continuing to pursue in our life, in our mind, continue to work towards new goals and and put ourselves into positions where we're going to be so much more knowledgeable in so many different areas of life, not just on Instagram. I just wanted to make that disclaimer and make that really clear. So anyway, I want to just give you a quick little weekly recap because, yeah, it's been a slow week, I feel. Slow past week. But, you know, I feel like for back, I've been saying it for the last few episodes, like I've been coming out of this like weird downfall and I feel like I'm way back, back into my my usual self. I feel like... I feel really clear on things. I feel really more, I feel a lot more creative at work again, a lot more at peace with like the way work is going at the moment. You know, it's getting towards the end of the year and things are definitely feeling a bit stagnant for me in the construction industry and also just like people getting to the end of the year, you know, then spending their money on Christmas and, and purchasing gifts, like they're not really not many people have the money to utilize on their own staff or getting, you know, things for their business. It's kind of a lot more 
for personal use at this time of year and saving up for time off and etc. So I feel like my work has slowed down a lot, but you know, that's been a real eye opener for me to embrace that slowness and in comparison to other years when I was working full time for other businesses and just how crazy the end of the year can be. And it's so refreshing to just have like the turn of events where it is a lot more slow. And whilst that can be something that can be scary and you can spiral on that, I've really been working for the last few weeks on not getting like that and just enjoying this slowness and that I can, like my life is like this for a reason, if you know what I mean. Like it's very, I know I'm very lucky and I'm very grateful for the way my work is and the way everything has worked out for me, of course. Um, And I have some really big things still happening for the rest of the year. Don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting at home doing nothing. I've still got projects I'm working on, still wrapping up things with clients. I've got a lot going on next week or this week or the next few weeks, I guess, with um, students that I mentor and going up to Melbourne for the next, like a few times in the next few weeks to go to exhibitions and graduations and all this stuff with Swinburne University. Like I'm so lucky to have such a great connection with those guys and I get to do so much with them. So yeah, there's a lot still happening for the rest of the year. It's my birthday week coming this week, next week kind of vibes. Like, you know, it's all happening and I'm just feeling like this is my prime time of year. So I'm sure it's going to ramp up closer to Christmas, but for now I've just been embracing the slowness and, you know, putting more time into the things that I am working on and making sure that I'm delivering things for clients at the best quality I can. And I'm feeling like that is being rewarded, which is great. And I just really am so excited for next year because I know how much I've got coming up next year and there is some big projects, there's some exciting clients, there's a lot of like friendships and like past relationship like connections and I mean that's like you know people I went to uni with, people I went to school with, lots of that is coming into my business which is really really nice and I think it's really cool to see how people can support you like you know six years, four years down the track when you haven't seen these people and they want to support your business and use you and they see what you're doing and vice versa like it's so cool how like I'm seeing so many people I know create their own businesses and how we can all like collaborate together it's just it's a really epic time to be a part of and I'm really proud that I get to help people and to see people and their businesses like thrive so that's really exciting and something I'm looking forward to in 2024 but that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this social media concept today because of how many people are starting businesses at the moment and how important it is to use social media for your business. So I sort of thought instead of like giving you all these like, you know, what you should be doing, I want to kind of relate it back to myself and be like, these are the things I wish I had done sooner. So you guys who are out there starting your businesses and you're fresh on the market, these are the things that I wish I implemented and wasn't so afraid to implement so early on. First things first, this is something that I've only just recently invested in and it was a part of the the journals and catch me outside my comfort zone. It was really big in my mind that I wanted to do this journal launch as best as I could. I wanted it to be professional. I wanted it to be 
really great for marketing and I wanted it to be just a vision captured and I had so much that I wanted to show with it. I almost feel like I want to do this again but the first thing I chose to invest in for for the journals and for Catch Me Outside My Comfort Zone was professional photos and so I got my beautiful friend Lisa Heyman to do my photo shoot in her amazing studio. Like the studio itself fit the vision and just her way of capturing is just second to none. She's so beautiful and she's the way she edits is just immaculate. It just, I couldn't, I can't fault her and I chose her for a reason. I had to like emphasize that so many times to her, like, please know that I've chosen you for a reason. So yeah, I was just blown away with that. And in the grand scheme of things, like the investment and the return in investment is so worth it. Like I remember talking to my dad about the photos and, you know, how much I spent to get the photo shoot done. And, you know, I got outfits, I got my makeup done, I got the journal sample printed just so I had it for the shoot and all these things. And the total cost to then convert that into how many journals do I need to sell for that to make up that cost or what service do you need to sell to make up that cost? Like it's a way, it's a great way to think about it because then you realize, okay, that's so achievable. You know, I'll sell X amount of journals and I've bang, I've made that back. So investments like that are so worth it when you think about it. And I can already know that if I hadn't done that photo shoot, the quality of the launch would not have had as much impact and it would have been a lot harder to sell the product by just like taking photos on my phone or by just like talking on the camera. Like I feel the photos were so important, especially for e-com, like putting them on my website, things like that. You just have to make the investment, even if it isn't like a huge one, like into like a really high quality photographer if it's just even a friend that you know has a film camera or a really good camera and has a good vision and can just help you get that high def photos even if it's just someone coming around to your house and doing something with you in front of a blank wall like whatever it is getting high quality photos for your social media and for your website getting a website in general but like I'm not here to tell you what to do but just in in like social media purposes those photos are so great and you can use them for anything because if you're doing a whole different range of things whether it's just like plain headshots of you um, or if it's you like doing your job where or like sitting on a laptop or whatever it is like if you're a beauty therapist or you're a makeup artist whatever it is that you do getting photos done of you actually actioning those things then you can post them you can put them on your stories you can use them time and time again it's really good to recycle that kind of content and it just shows professionalism and it shows what you do. So I think that's the best investment. I wish I've done it a lot sooner for, for AS Interior as well. And I'm already talking to Lisa about like ideas of what I want to do next year for in terms of photo shoots and that I can show what I do for work because it's quite hard to capture that and everything that I do so yeah it's great to find someone who understands your vision that you're trying to capture as well and then bring that to life and then your your Instagram feed just looks so professional it looks very aesthetic and you've just got content for ages like I've got so much more content from my photo shoot that I haven't even shared yet so 
it's just one thing that you don't have to worry about is like you've got these photos just scroll I literally will just scroll my camera and just like whatever I land on I'm like yep I'll just post that like it just I know there's no strategy in that but at the same time I've got the content it looks good and it's making a return on investment so that's the first thing if you don't want to get professional photos and you don't feel like that's a hundred percent I guess showing your work and you still want content of yourself Getting a friend or just somebody you know to come and help you capture a little bit of content, whether that's like them just filming you behind the scenes, what you do, like, and this can all just be on your iPhone so that you can use it for reels, for stories, for posts, whatever it is. Like you want that video content, especially on Instagram and TikTok these days. So yeah, like even recently I popped over to my friend's house when she was doing someone's makeup and I just like picked up her phone and started filming behind the scenes because I just know what it's like to want someone to have that, like to do that content for me and like how important it is and how much it like enhances your Instagram and your TikTok. So that's one thing I will like naturally do or even like the other day, one of my friends asked me to record a voiceover for a reel and TikTok for her business and just stuff like that, like getting people to help you do those things and you just, it enhances your content so much. So just don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, my sister-in-law even helped me with some, with like creating the story highlights on my Instagram page the other day because it's just one thing I just don't have that much time for and I've been meaning to do it for ages and she just like created the most on-brand little story highlights and I'm just like thanks sis that's just so great like it just helps so much so get anyone you can to help you out there's probably a lot of people out there who would love to help and do it as a little like work experience thing or a little internship or you just pay them small amount whatever it is people just love experience following on from that with the whole content capturing I feel like Sooner I wish I had done more funny, fun content and like reels are the best way to do it. There's always fun trending sounds, trending dances, all that sort of stuff on TikTok as well. The only thing I feel is you want it to be authentic and you also want it to be in a way that it can demonstrate something you're trying to do in your business so if you're going to post a funny thing it has to have a really good caption that like actually makes sense to what you do so a great example not a great example (laughs) it was really sporadic of me an example of content I posted last week was I was doing seven days of outfits on TikTok I just wanted to have like something to do So I did that and I posted one onto Instagram one day because it was just me doing a fit check in a plumbing store while I was waiting for some taps. Like if that doesn't sum up my life, I don't know what is. So like the audio was like what a trending sound on Instagram saying something like this is, this is the way I live, like that one. So, and the caption's just like POV, you're an interior designer doing a fit check in a plumbing shop, waiting for a tap, like just something that still made sense to my business, but it was just a funny random video of me doing a fucking fit check and a dance in a plumbing shop, like embarrassing, trending sound, but low key and entertaining and also relevant to my industry. So that was just like 
you know, a bit of fun. Not many people would have like gotten much out of it, but at the same time, it was just a form of aligned content in a way, just. So if you're going to post something like kind of funny or on a trend in audio, you still need to make it relevant to your business some way or another, whether it's about the caption, whether about like whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like you can't just go posting random things that just have no context because it just isn't going to get you anywhere. And then second to that is with those sort of funny videos and everything like that, you don't want to pretend to be someone that you're not either. So if it's not in your blood to be funny, to do a dance, to do like a, you know, weird audio, like when you're talking, like when you're saying the words that are on the audio, but it's obviously not your voice, whatever it is. If that doesn't feel authentic to you, don't do it. Like that's the biggest thing in in social media is being authentic. So people can read through you. And if you're posting something that you know you wouldn't do normally, like it just isn't gonna, it's just, it's gonna be so evident that it's not you And I just think you're better off investing your time into doing content creation that is more aligned and authentic of you. So don't just try and keep up with the trend also. Be yourself, but at the same time, don't be afraid to do things a little bit out there because it's fun. And that's what social media is all about. It's about having a fun space. Number three, I wish I did sooner was just talk on stories. So it's all like a reel. Like it's really not that scary. Once you start doing it, you just you just forget about it. Like I think the first few times, yeah, you probably re-record the story a hundred times and you just then fucking get over it because No one really thinks that much about it. And then you actually get so many more people engaging with your content when you do sit and talk on your stories for five minutes. Like people sit there and listen to it. They like it. They comment on them. They message you. Like, trust me, people want to know what you're doing and what you're up to. And whether it's like has the most little impact on what you're saying, people are so nosy and want to know what you're doing. So sharing just like a little random update like, hey guys, happy Thursday, blah, 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 blah. Today I'm working on this and I've got this going on. Like people just love to know like what's going on and they're not thinking, oh, it's so embarrassing that such and such is talking on their stories. Like who do they think they are? And if people are saying that, they honestly have zero zero confidence and they're just projecting their insecurity onto you so just like who gives a shit about what they're saying people are going to talk about you anyway so just bloody do it because the right people want to see that content they want to engage in that content and like it's no different to you'd be having a conversation to your clients to your friends to your family in real life like just pretend you're talking to your friends That's what you should put on your story because your friends are going to watch, your clients who you should have really good friendships and bonds with will be watching and they want to get that deeper with you. So there is literally no reason why you should feel insecure and nervous to talk in your stories because you literally talk to those people like that. Do it the way you would talk to people. If it's just just like a quick little update or if it's talking about a random situation that's just happened 
or just something that really shows your personality, people want to get to know you and that's what's going to convert them into clients. So just honestly, don't think about it. Just hop on your story whenever you feel like you want to, the more often the better and just have a chat. People love to see it. Trust me. Number four that I wish I'd done sooner is just make a freaking strategy, make a plan. Like strategy is a big word and it's a big intimidating word in the social media world because it's like, you know, you want to post this amount, this amount of content. You want to get this amount of traction. You want to get this amount of clients from it. Like it really has to convert in some way or another when you have the word strategy involved. But I think it's important to just have some consistency is the way I like to perceive that because I know that I am so sporadic and I have zero strategy when it comes to social media and it probably shows. But at the same time, I like to just say that that's because it's just authentic of me. And it is like everything I post is pretty relevant to the time. I mean, it's not often old content. So that's one good thing. But I have sort of thought over the past, like it'd be good to just have reoccurring things that I post. So a great example is every Tuesday or Thursday, you post a testimonial from a client. So whether that's every second week or every week or whatever, you, whenever you can doing that, it then like even one of my friends had noticed I'd started doing that recently. So the way I gain testimonials from clients has been really tricky for me because I've been working for, with people for the last few years and it's been hard to get them to do a testimonial because I was just like sending them an email and asking them to do it. And a lot of them would say, yeah, I'll definitely do it. Um, I've just, I haven't got time right now, but I'll like definitely get onto it in the next few weeks and I'll email something through. I'm like, yeah, no worries. Whereas I recently thought I'm never going to get these testimonials from people because they just have no like questions to answer. So what I did was I created a Google form. I looked up a few different like questions online, like, you know, good questions to ask in a testimonial, put them through this Google form. And that way, when I post the testimonial, it's not just like them giving me a good wrap up. It's actually my audience and my followers learning about the business or the client that I've worked with. So, so far I've posted two that have been with two local businesses and not only am I just sharing, you know, what I worked on with them, but I'm like sharing what their business is and how you can go and follow them and look at their website and look at their social media and see how their business has been enhanced from working with me and what they do and how that I can work with literally any type of business. So that's been a real like up level with posting on a testimonial. And of course, it's great to scroll through them and be like, oh, they said she was really good at this or really good at that. So yeah, you're always going to get, you know, different things with testimonials as well. So obviously, it's great to just send them to people who you know are going to give you positive feedback. But of course, it's awesome to have the question like, would you do anything differently? Do you think your investment was worth it? And, you know, would what would you say? Would you recommend me to other people? Would you use me again? Like, what would the, was there any negative things that you experienced? Was the communication okay? Like, I asked all those questions because I want to learn too. And if someone didn't feel like I did anything like as best as I could, 
and I could do it better, I want to know. So yeah, testimonials like that have been great for me and I've got some more ideas for them coming soon. But that way it's just given me something to work towards posting each like week or whatever on a Thursday doing a testimonial. It's just, it's one form of consistency and if you can do it for however it feels right for your business, like makeup tip Monday or tanning Tuesday, turning tip Tuesday or whatever, like I've been doing with another client. So anything you can just make it happen. Styling Saturday videos I used to do just, it doesn't have to be something that rhymes or like has the same letter, like whatever. It just is something that is reoccurring that your audience looks forward, your audience will look forward to. And again, series are a great one to do as well. So that's why over on TikTok, I've just been doing, you know, seven days of outfit checks because is it irrelevant to everything I do? Yeah. I mean, I am a designer. So at the end of the day, like showing my creativity through styling and fashion is one element, I guess, but it just has given me some consistency with content and like made me be accountable for that. But also this week coming, listening to the podcast, so if you're listening on Monday, I am going to be doing a day in the life every single day this week because I've just got a massive week and it's that's really exciting. And so I thought I'll do a day in the life every day and it's also like a lead up to my birthday. So I want to do like, you know, come with me to my appointments and all that fun stuff. So whenever you do have like major life events and things going on with work or without, not even about work, whatever it is, you can share that content with your audience because they want to be like on the journey with you. So series are really good like that. I find a lot of my clients are the most interactive with my social media, especially when I'm posting things that aren't about work. Like they care about me. They care about who I am. We've got a close bond. So they love to see when I'm doing other things. So sharing that on your, your social media is really cool because then people know that you're not just living to work. They know that you have a, a social life and that you go out and about, you go to different things that enhance your knowledge and do, you go to events and you do all these big things. They want to know that and see that. So then they can trust you more and find relatability with you and be like, she's a real person doing real things in the real world. She's not just living at home, working away, doing everything I ask her to. Like, I think people want to know that you do more things and the more you share that with your audience, the more they're going to know about you. So just be completely authentic with your life. Obviously, there is a line when it comes to like posting your personal life on your business page and you don't want to cross that obviously but if you feel like that is in brand with who you are then go for it like do whatever you can to just show who you are to build up that connection and you'll get the conversion trust me like I know clients who have followed me for years before they've actually reached out and inquired to work with me so it's really cool because I know that they're just silently following a lot of them do not interact with my content they don't like posts or anything like that I just know that they might view my stories here and there but I know that they've been following me for a long time and then when they finally come through it's just like okay I knew that you were just watching from the background so remember that people are always watching you whether you know it or not like there is so many flies on the wall it's my favorite saying last one number five be more confident 
I, I'm definitely a confident person, but I just wish I sort of ripped off the bandaid a bit sooner and just did not give a fuck about posting or sharing or capturing content. Even if I'm sitting in the car, posting a story, talking to my phone and someone walks by, I don't care. I'm not going to pretend, you know, that I'm talking to a camera, not talking to a camera or whatever. I don't care. Or like I posted a reel doing a fit check in a plumbing shop. You know, whatever it is, you don't want to be obnoxious at the same time, but don't be afraid to capture content. It is so normal these days. So many people are doing it. Again, read the room. You don't want to be on your phone the whole time if you're with people, but if you make it really clear to them from the start, it's like, hey, I'm going to like film a day in the life today. Um, do you want to be in it or not? Like ask them, of course, for consent. You know, I've gone to on trips to Melbourne with clients and of course I'm like, you know, I'm going to film today. Like, do you care if you're in it or whatever? And, you know, they want to see, they love it as well. Like they love to be a part of it and they love to go back and watch the reel and be like, oh my God, what a fun day we've had, you know? So don't be afraid to do more things in public or for me, especially it's like when I go on site, I'm always like, Hey, do you mind if I take some photos like and videos and whatever? I think it's really important to do that. And it's something I'm still growing with as well. Like I really want to be that person that just sets up their phone and like records them. Like when they're just doing something random in a public place that I'll get to, but I'm telling you now, don't be afraid to do that because that's what gets the best content being like videoing yourself, doing what you're doing. The people who are there in the moment watching you are going to forget about it. They're not going to go home and think, oh my God, can you remember like how embarrassing was that girl today? They're just going to think, I can't believe she had the confidence to do that. Go her. She's killing it because you're going to get the cool content. You're going to get the cool, like you're going to just, it's cool. It's actually really cool to do that. So don't be afraid of that. And yeah, don't be afraid to share it either. Stop worrying about what everyone else is thinking. Like this is what's going to help your business grow and expand and get you the conversion of clients if that's your goal. So again, I don't want you to think about how many followers you're going to get and how much traction you're getting. Like the the smaller the audience, the more engaged sometimes. And if you watch, it's really, really good idea to go and watch like influencer marketing TikTok so a lot of people who work with influencers and get quotes from influencers to like post content for their brands and stuff they talk about their rates but they talk about what kind of influencers they work with based on their engagement so their followers might be at one end but their engagement might be shocking so you know working on your engagement is really important too and I guess this is just a bonus added feature into this episode is go and post stories where you've got polls where you've got links where you're tagging things you want to do things that get people clicking and get people converting get people jumping on your website get people like seeing who you're working with or um it's really cool too to tag as many things as you can in your posts in your stories anything you can because then that gets those brands or people resharing your content then you want then you're going to get new eyes on your content as well and new followers and again probably aligned people coming through because you're working with like aligned brands and people who also like that brand and want to follow you so tag 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 as much as you can that feels authentic to gain that exposure and also just remember that you want 
more quality people following your page, not more quantity. You can have a thousand followers, but if half of them aren't engaging with your content or even seeing it or even caring about it, then like, what's the point, you know? Or just like going around saying, I'm getting so many followers, I'm getting so many likes or whatever. It's like, cool, but are they going to actually convert into clients is the question. And if that is, if your goal is to have an X amount of followers, then great, good for you. But I know for me, my goal is to get converted clients that are authentic and that are aligned. Alignment is the biggest goal for me. I don't want to work with people that don't like me for who I am. I don't want to work with people who don't value me or see my worth or or want to pay for and invest into me. So I want to attract the right people. So I'm going to show up as myself so that those people then come. So there's my top five tips I wish I'd done sooner on social media and this is for all you little new business owners out there or business owners who have been out there for a while remember these tips and start actioning them in order to get your social media growing authentically and slaying sis